What's up? You're listening to Nostalgia, your weekly look at what's going on in pop culture. I'm Patrick Sheehan, along with my co-host Dave Martinson. Dave, may the fourth be with you. Yeah, dude. Really good day it to is. be alive. So we, we record on Wednesdays. You guys hear this on Fridays. But we're celebrating May the 4th here. So, Dave, who's your favorite Jedi from the Star Wars movies? Uh, that's a really uh, really tough question there, Pat. As a well-versed fan of Star Wars since birth, you know, there's, a lot, birth. there's a lot of good choices out there. Restricting it to the movies, as a young 20-something, I grew up with the prequels, which most people don't like. But there's a lot of badass Jedi in those movies that... If you read the cool books, which obviously I have, Mm -hmm. then you know awesome stories about these guys that might not say anything in the movies. So I had to go with my boy Kit Fisto. He's the guy with the green tentacles that uh, Palpatine kills in his office. That is uh, a badass. That is like a deep dive right there. It's kind of a deep cut. I mean, I, I was thinking if you were going to Obi-Wan. Go, yeah, Obi-Wan, Luke, Ray. I didn't want to pick, like, one of the goats, you know. I got you. Well, I, I get enough shine. I mean, I, I think I have to go with Yoda. He, he was probably the... Good uh, pick of this. He, <laughs> he was probably Ooh. my favorite character from the originals, other than Han Solo, who is just, you know, I think beloved. But Fortunately, he's not a Force-sensitive pet. Exactly. So Yoda wins it. But why don't we jump right into a bunch of stuff. We're going to be talking some movies and a lot of music today. We're going to start with some nostalgia from our childhood. (laughs) Space Jam 2. Yeah, speaking of guys with special powers. Yeah, confirmed. So director Justin Lin from Fast and the Furious. The guy who brought Fast and Furious back from the grave. He's going to be writing and directing this. And LeBron James is signed on. Yeah, there was conflicting reports about whether it was actually legit, like if it was still in the it's talks. Legit. But yeah, it seems like it's pretty legit. So what do you think about it? It's maybe a little too late in terms, like you could you could have made this a while ago, but I think it's a it's a good idea. It's a good pair because if you saw Trainwreck last summer, Amy Schumer's comedy, mm-hmm. LeBron played a fictional version of himself in that, and he was hilarious. Like He, did, he was pretty good. He did, I think he did a good job. Charismatic guy. So I think uh, it'll be funny. You gotta figure Michael Jackson will be back for a cameo. Jeez. Oh, you gotta figure <laughs> Michael Jordan will be back for a cameo. I hope so. I mean... He likes being in Spotlight. I'm sure he'll be in it. He does enjoy being in Spotlight. That's very true. There was a, a poll that said who should be the, the star, and it was like Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Steph Curry, and then uh, I think someone else was like the fourth option or other. LeBron got 20, Steph got 20, uh, and... Uh, Michael got like eighteen or something like that. Or... I don't. I wouldn't want it with Michael Jordan, to be honest. But I think, I think it, LeBron's also the only choice. Is it? Is it going to be any, any good? Yeah, probably not. It doesn't matter though. Justin Lin knows how to make bad movies fun. That's he does true. it with Fast and Furious. And Space Jam was a fun first movie. Yeah. And uh, the the interesting part I think is going to see with more updated animation. Sure. To see how they do that. So I had it in the original. They had five basketball players that mm. got. Sucked into the the, the Charles Barkley. World. Yep, Charles Barkley, Muggsy Bogues, Sean Kemp. Kemp. I haven't seen the movie in a long time. I'll be honest. I watched it like two. I don't years have a super fond memory it's really of it. Like bad. some people, <laughs> some people like love it when they're most childhood favorite childhood movies. It wasn't like shown to me. I just kind of caught it one day. I was like, oh, people really like this. So, so if they had to pick cool. five basketball players to go along with LeBron, like modern players, that's a good yeah. question. Who would who would you want to see in there? See, that's really funny. You can take that one of two ways. You can just pick, like, the best talent, which is more or less what they, they did mm-hmm. back then. 
in terms of people that wanted to do it. Right. If you did that, you could some variation of like Curry, Durant, LeBron's already in it, so mm-hmm. Paul George, Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, Who, but I don't I don't think any, there any of them are gonna right. Be there. So you got to figure you want more personalities, right? So yep. like Draymond Green. Wow. That... That's actually a really. He's also high profile enough that I'm sure he, he's a he's a good consideration. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of other guys are like lesser players, like J.R. Smith. That'd like be interesting. Nick Young, Swaggy, I like that. Swaggy P, Nate Robinson, like any of these, like oh, or you could just do any of the goofball people, like Lance Stevenson or Josh Smith, any of the guys on the current Memphis Grizzlies team, which pitiful <laughs> Birdman. Oh, Birdman would be a good one. I was thinking because LeBron basically does everything with his own crew. D Wade and CP3 might be yeah. good choices to be in this. Good point. Poor Zingus would be <laughs> a really good one to have in this. I feel like he's a character. Sure. Um, Anthony Davis, the brow in yeah. cartoon fashion would be pretty awesome. Carl Anthony Towns, I thought might be yeah. an interesting I, choice. I think seems. Davis is, is really likely too. That's a good one. Um, in Towns, sure. And I think if they had to go with someone older, I was thinking maybe Dirk. Yeah, big. Uh, but basically, I just went towards either big goofy black guys or big goofy white guys. I right. didn't really go either. Dirk has more personality than Tim Duncan, so that's a good. One. <laughs> I don't. I couldn't see any of the Spurs being in this. No. Yeah, Kawhi so Kawhi so all about the business, so dry. Yeah, he no would, he would actually be like. Actually, a, you could write him to be really funny. Yeah, you absolutely could. He, like he's the straight man or something yeah. like that. You know, there's a lot of interesting things they could do with this, but I, I think overall, I'm. I'm putting my excited meter at like a four because yeah, it happens when it happens. I, exactly, there's way bigger movies. Exactly, warrant my attention. And speaking like of Star Wars Rogue One, Star Wars Rogue that. One. If you uh, missed out on our discussion of Star Wars Rogue One, check it out. SoundCloud.com/slash NostalgiaPod, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. It's all there. And also find our talk about the Avengers when we did the Avengers versus uh, Heroes versus Villains bracket yes. several weeks ago. But Civil War comes out this Thursday. It does. Are you excited? Uh, uh. You're oh, not. I'm. I'm not. I'm not over the moon for it. I'm not as excited as I, as I was for Batman versus Superman. See, I'm. I'm actually quite excited for it because it's doing really well with the critics. They say Spider Man is one of the best parts of the movie, and they do it right. And all this is like, wow, that's awesome. Because like I've been on board with the Marvel Cinematic Universe for some time now, mm-hmm. so I was more intrigued by Batman vs Superman because it was something really new. I was like, oh yeah, Civil right. War, cool, comes out, I'll see it, and I like it. I already knew, but now that I know people are really liking it, I'm really excited for it. I'll see it sometime this weekend. I'm gonna see it probably by the next time we re-record. We're gonna be talking about it next week, giving yeah. a review. I, th- I think I'm a little superheroed out right now. To be completely mm. honest. Um, Not a thing. Maybe, maybe Batman versus Superman left a bad taste in my mouth. If you want to know why, we talked about that three different times? <laughs> yeah. Twice after we have We have a number of pods that were listened to actually a decent amount. So yes, thank well. you all and give us feedback on those. But I, I think uh, when I think about the superhero movies coming out, Avengers is like pizza to me. Uh, any anything in that Marvel universe, usually I'm gonna like it and it's going to be good. But I'm not gonna leave being like, "Holy crap, that was amazing!" I think you're really underrating how much you like pizza. I might be because pizza is so consistent and it's <laughs> so good, and I'm always like, "Oh, pizza's the best." But when I think about movies I'm excited for, right. I think about like Suicide Squad because that's that's something new, something sure. different. It's it has, it's bringing in new characters that I've never seen before. Yeah. And the problem is those movies also worry me. 
because I know they could be bad because they don't have a track record of it's success. Like, it's like eating Chinese food, I guess. It's either going to be really delicious or you're going to have a really bad stomach. It's going to be out of your brain in about 30 <laughs> minutes. So, uh, I mean, what what are you most excited for for this? You said that you're excited because the, re- the reviews have been good and, yeah. and Spider-Man seems to be a hit. Well, because it's introducing Spider-Man and Black Panther, which will have their own solo films in the next two years. I'm more excited to see Black Panther. Maybe for the same reason I'm excited. Yeah, Chadwick Boseman's a good young actor. Absolutely. Uh, use Jackie Robinson in 42 most notably mm-hmm. so you're excited yeah. for Black Panther Spider-Man what else well I think also just the total shift this plot inevitably will create press comments have you know said as much that the Marvel the Avengers group they won't be the same after this which I would certainly mm-hmm. hope there's real stakes with this kind of movie but that was kind of the knock against Avengers 2 Age of Ultron last May was that it was good it was fun but it was just more Avengers Right. No needle pushing, just introduce a few more characters. So I think Civil War is actually going to change the dynamic of the group, which will yeah. be interesting. And then when Hulk and uh, Thor finally show up in, in Infinity War, who knows what they come back to. That's a, that's a really interesting look at this movie, because I, I guess when I think about the movie, I think about what we see in the trailer is mm-hmm. basically it's a lot of back and forth between Captain America, having his beliefs in one way, trying to save Bucky... And then you see Iron Man with his opposite beliefs. Yeah. And I, I, I see a lot of superheroes fighting, which is obviously going to be exciting. They say, that, they say that action sequence is in, one of the best things that's ever been made. Yeah, I heard the one in the airport is supposed yeah. to be like incredible. However, I guess I, guess I just feel bored in, in terms of these things aren't really showing me anything new. But maybe the, this one will because it is pitting people I like against each other. But I, I also don't expect anyone major to die. My, I guess I predict someone like Bucky will will go. Or it, really? lo- it looks like um, War Machine. Yeah, War Machine definitely dies. I don't know. Do you have any predictions for this movie? Bucky dying. I'm not not sold on that. Uh, just because keeping Bucky around in the event that Chris Evans doesn't stay as Captain America, that's just an easy way to follow the comics and replace Chris Evans. War Machine dying. You probably should just mm-hmm. kind of trim the fat a little bit there. Iron Man 4, unlikely probably. Robert Downey said both. It's either coming. Sure. Spider-Man, I think, will leave an, a lasting impression. Black Panther should be cool. And I think we'll see some more of Falcon. Maybe some more of Hawkeye, dare I say. Just remember, Thor and Hulk, who always command a lot of screen time and a lot of the comic relief. They're usually, not going to be here. They're not here. They're not around. So I think uh, it'll be cool. Yeah, and I think it's cool that it's pulling in characters like uh, like Ant-Man. Yeah, and, for sure. Um, It'll be, it'll be the first time he really interacts with anyone besides Falcon. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how they pull all these different threads together. The Vision, who we barely saw in Ultron. So Yeah, a- absolutely. So there, there's a lot to be excited for. You might be right on the Bucky prediction. I, I think he probably... Uh, I guess I think he will die because they, they need to do something that's going to send Captain America that's good point. to mm-hmm. this next level for Infinity Wars. But I don't know. I mean, I guess may, maybe it's, it's just the day maybe I'm... I have a bad taste in my mouth for Batman vs Superman, but uh, that's I'm the not thing. Super don't, don't, don't let DC's mediocrity reflect on your opinion of Marvel's steady hand. I'm still gonna eat this pizza. I'm still gonna enjoy it. I'm just not. I'm not looking forward to it as wow. much as not I'm not looking forward to pizza. Then no one ever says that. <laughs> well, I I think I have other things. I, I I'm, I'm lo- more looking forward to like mm. like our next segment, which I actually have no idea what what's coming here. So, Dave, I'm throwing it to you. Yeah, so, Pat, are you familiar with the magazine slash website, XXL? 
I've heard of it. Yeah, Deluxo is a hip-hop slash rap outlet. You know, they're not like the fader, they're not the source, they're not super premier outlet, but they are super notable and always uh, remembered because every year they do what's called the XXL Freshman List. Do you know what that means? I'm guessing it's new or upcoming hip-hop or rap artists. That's yeah. my guess. Yeah, yeah, So basically anyone who has not released a studio album okay. on a major label, that's the key. You can, mm-hmm. have, you can have an independent album. So anyone who has not had an album on a major label is eligible on this list. Now, usually the goal is to highlight rising stars, basically. Sure. And you, and the good thing about this list is a lot of times it gives a lot of these guys their first taste of fame. So Chance isn't on there, but he probably was. Yes, Chance was on there in 2014. Okay. Chance would actually still technically be eligible now if he didn't already make it. Right. Because he does not have say. a major label album. They've actually been doing it since 2008. So wow. back then, getting uh, noticed and getting, getting you know, was public huge. fame was what, not as easy before social media really took off. Or the internet, just yeah. in general, wasn't as... Right. Didn't work the way it does now. Yeah, like in 2008, uh, the most notable guy was Lupe Fiasco. Wow. And I mean, just th- throw any uh, current rappers out there and they're most likely on the list. Wale, B.O.B., Kid Cudi, 2009. J. Cole, Big Sean, Wiz Khalifa, 2010. Where is Wale? Is he still making music? Yeah, he had the, uh, the album About Nothing come out last year. That was Jerry- last year? Yeah, wow. about a year ago, actually. Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, inspired thing. I can't believe that was only a year ago. That seems much longer ago to me. Yeah, uh, not a huge Wale guy myself. It's kind of generic. Wale? MMG in general. But yeah, moving along. 2011, Meek Mill. Very notable <laughs> nowadays. Uh, Mac Miller, YG, Lil B, the bass god, of course. Kendrick nice. Lamar. See, hip-hop fans were on Kendrick Lamar a while ago. Right. 2011. That was, uh, he had his first album, his independent one, Section 80, come out back then. Mm-hmm. 2012, Future, Kid Ink, French Montana, Macklemore, wow. Iggy Azalea. I, that's how I learned about Iggy and Macklemore back but then. Iggy's trash. She shouldn't, she shouldn't have been on That's that. the thing. <laughs> I, my friend Danielle agrees with me on this because we both kind of found her this way. Iggy did not used to be bad. When Iggy was an independent rapper, she just had hard bars, and she was really cool. Uh, what happened? And then all of a sudden, we're like, wait a minute. She's really inauthentic and kind of racist <laughs> with her voice. We just kind of ignored that. Yeah. And then when she got a lot of attention, obviously, she took off, and then she didn't do herself any favors consistently on social media. Everyone's like, ah, we don't like Was it. Nicki Minaj on that list? Nicki Minaj and Drake both turned it down in 2010. Wow. ASAP Rocky turned it down in 2012. Turned it down? Turned it down. They just, just they declined to appear. Interesting. In, the, in those cases, Drake and Nicki, that was like right before Thank Me Later for Drake. They were probably, they're st- they were confident in their star already. Mm-hmm. More recently, McConan and Party Next Door turned down in 2015. 2013, Schoolboy Q. Trinidad James, Logic, Travis Scott, Chief Keef, Joey Badass, who will be, I'll be seeing at Governor's Ball. So will I. Action Bronson, that's a good one. 2014, Chance, Vic Mensa, Ty Dolla Sign. Ty Dolla Sign. And last year, think, who do you think will be on there last year? Man, who is this one guy with only one year. eye? Fetty Wap, really? Yeah, Fetty. See, everyone always has their, their online debates and, uh, you know, the underground hip-hop fans about who is worthy of this spot, right? Hmm. And Fetty, with not a mixtape to his name, just a lot of uh, singles he put out on SoundCloud, would not have been picked except the fact that he had four top ten songs on the radio. What about... You cannot discount that. What about uh, Ray? Ray, uh... Ray Schremer? Yeah. They never picked groups or duos. What? So they didn't... Migos never made this. Run the Jewels. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, but yeah, they're always thrown out there. Travis Porter, uh, yeah, Ray Shepard would have been a good pick. Uh, yeah, last year. Last year, actually, no, they were, actually they might have missed it because they got big and then they put out their their Strum Life album, which I think is on Def Jam. So they might have missed it. Okay. This year, Bryson Tiller, he's that uh, song "Don't" that's huge. He just had mm-hmm. his uh, his album "Trap Soul" hit okay. platinum, and that's on Def Jam. Platinum. So he already has a platinum album on a major label within a year of getting big. So he actually missed his window to be eligible. Right. Sometimes that happens. So this list is pretty important. Yeah, uh, Vin Staples also made it last year. Who okay. Will also be at Governor's Ball. So basically, basically this list identifies upcoming rappers who are going to yeah. be making some kind of impact in the very near future. Kind of way to validate your whether people actually care about your career and if you're mm-hmm. rising. People really take it seriously about if someone was snubbed or not, or if you know they. Someone gets picked, like, oh, they should have made it, you know, three years ago. Like, it, it is a real thing. And uh, XXL has, they've been doing a good job with, uh, like, promoting it now. Uh, it used to be a little uh, variable, but now there's 10, 10 selections every year for the cover. And the 10th spot, you can vote for. Oh, okay. I think they started about three years ago. And the, thing, the thing about that is it's a strategy. Because, you know, a few years ago, you're not going to vote for Chance the Rapper. Ask the Rap's huge. You know XXL's already going to pick Chance. So you right. got to vote for someone else less popular to try and get them boosted up. Mm, gotcha. So there's always the online campaigns. And now they have their YouTube channel. Everyone will post like little 30-second like pitches of why they should be picked to help make you decide who to vote for. So it's, it's kind of fun. This will be on the June um, cover. So at the end of the month, we'll know who's on it. So people can vote now. The voting was over. The voting was oh, over. The voting okay. was in March. Yeah, I actually missed the voting myself. But I did watch a lot, a lot, a lot of the pitches. So who do you think... Should be on the list this year, Pat. Oh We've talked God. about one or two of these guys on the show before. I, you know I have no idea about this. I know. Basically, I listened to Kanye West. and That's a good place to start. We have two, <laughs> two guys who so, get nominated okay, so based designer. off a Kanye West connection. Designer. Obviously designer, right? Young Thug? Young he Thug has, has, an album. has albums already. Okay. Young Thug also allegedly turned it down a year or two ago. Allegedly? So, so you don't believe that. Yeah, well, you they never really, like, confirm that XXL. Okay. It's just, you know, people say it um, okay. internally. So let's go back there. So designer. You said designer. So what, what, we talked about designer last week, right? And a couple weeks ago. Well, actually, you know what? Probably our second podcast. Right. Breaking down the life of Pablo. SoundCloud.com slash NostalgiaPod. <laughs> and what happened with designer? You, you he blew up. Yeah, Panda. Panda is huge. It's Panda. the number one song on the Billboard. It still is. In the country. As of today. So do you think designer is eligible? Uh, well, he's certainly eligible. Do you yeah. think designer should be picked? I think he has to be. If he's number right. one on Billboard right now, and if he's in a Kanye West album, he's probably going to be making some yeah. kind of impact moving forward. You see, that's my thing. I, Wait, on, on one hand, he doesn't have much of a catalog, right? We only really know of that Panda song. But is there enough body of work to select this guy? Because there's other guys that will be nominated next to him that have a lot of more, mu- a lot of more music uh, con- proven consistency. Designer has none of that. He just has an immediately huge star, similar to Fetty. I, I think Designer will be on there strictly for the fact that Panda is a dope song. And when that comes on in the club, everybody wants to go ham. Bobby Schmurda didn't make this a few years ago. So not every hot, out-of-nowhere guy makes it. But I think, I, I don't know, I think Designer, Designer's star is harder than deny at the moment. Designer is better than Future is right now. Yeah. And he's basically <laughs> just Future. Right. So, I, and if Future made the list before, the <laughs> designer has to All make right, this I, list. All right, I like that. All right, good. Okay. So, th- think back to Kanye. So, wait, actually, I thought of someone who's not related to Kanye, but related to something else we okay. were talking about. The Party Next Door. B&D. Yes. He apparently turned it down last year. 
Was oh, it Lacone? Yes. Man, I thought I had it's one. It's a good dude. one. Okay, linking back to Kanye, who else hasn't released a- This song came out last summer when the album was still called summer. Swish. Uh, um, you like saying it, the, the, the chorus sometimes, two words? I don't know. Who is this? What do they call Adrian Peterson? AP. All day. Oh, um, uh, what's his name? I have no idea. Alan but, Kingdom. This is, I was never going to guess Alan Kingdom. Man, okay, so th- this is really showing how out of touch I am with that. This is great. Okay, so Alan Kingdom, is he going to be on it? I don't think so. No? Uh, he's eligible. He made a pitch. So you ran uh, me around that whole thing. I just know you, just know, to make I me... just know you knew Alan Kingdom. <laughs> All right, so Alan Kingdom, not going to be on Probably not. I don't uh, think so. He, he, a, he doesn't have he doesn't have enough recognition. I don't think. Do you remember when Drake had the ghostwriting stuff come out? Yeah, allegations. The guy who was his alleged ghostwriter that Meek Mill like mm-hmm. brought light to, a fellow named Quentin Miller. Okay. He now has not distanced himself from Drake, but's doing his own thing. He was he's an option. Another guy I don't think will make it, but people at least can like acknowledge that they have sure. him in their brain some fashion. I don't think he'll make it either. Another Kanye connection. Okay. This will be fun. A, a guy we didn't... A song we didn't like on the last album. <laughs> okay, there was... Uh, near the end, there Towards were the quite a few. Was it the very last song? Maybe. I'm trying to think what the very last song even was. I it was a song with Ty Dolla Sign and... I don't even remember. Wait, Currency. Was, no. Currency was on the list in... 2009. Way off. Wow, way off. Way <laughs> off. Okay. I, I, let's see. I'd have to pull off. I'd have to pull off. It's a song called album. White Iverson that got really big. Oh, man. I don't even know. Post Malone. I've never even, I've never even, oh, Post Malone. Yeah. I do know Post Malone is. I've never heard White Iverson. I think Post Malone probably makes it because White Iverson was a really big song. He toured with Justin Bieber. It's on the Kanye album. The Biebs. He has more material out than designer, so. And, you know, and, you, and, right. And, so I think he'll be on there. So you know, I, you remember Post Malone. You at least know of him. Right? I, I think Post Malone's a good bet. Sure. What about um, this funny guy? Really busting the scene last summer. Funny how? He, he likes to save that money. Like ha ha? Yes. He makes you laugh? Like comedy. Hmm. Comedy rapper. He likes sorts. to save that money? Yeah. I have no... Gets pussy with his personality. Oh, um... Oh, <laughs> damn. L- Lil Dicky. Yes, Lil yeah. Dicky. Lil Dicky had a pitch. He's gonna be on Super there. funny. He's gonna yeah. be on Yeah, he's, uh, he's... He's huge right he's, now. He is big. He's got, he's got a lot of songs. He has good features on his albums. He has on Snoop Dogg. Like, he really is like the perfect rapper to capture the minds of like college kids. Yeah. Like every what, if, Whether or not you believe his in his authenticity as a rapper versus just a guy if using I was, his talents, I think he's a, he's a shoo-in. If I was running around the Siena townhouses with a girl on my back and crushing her skull... On the ground in a horse race, I would be listening to Little Dicky as that happened. Yeah, right now at Barstool Sports on your Instagram, you'll find that video. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Sienna. All right, who else? Let's see. Now we're now we're stretching for your your. So I'm not. You got actually no. You yeah. should you should ask me if, if these people are real or not. Uh, we're, we're getting names. there. We're getting there. Have you heard of Anderson Pock? Is that uh, don't forget the dot? Is that two two Pock's brother? No. Or uh, uncle? He's been around a while. He's like. He was all over R.I.P. Tupac. He was all over Dr. Dre's Compton album. He's been not, he's been really big. I think he's at every Compton festival. was trash. He's at every festival. Um, <laughs> Is he? <laughs> I think so. He's got to be at the bottom of the posters then. He's like he's interesting because he's like a singing. So he's straight singing rapper of sorts. Yeah, his pitch was really fun. He's like it's Anderson Pack or Pac. Don't forget the dot because it's 
period P-A-K. That's how he ah, spells it. Okay. And then he's like, I sing good and your aunt thinks I'm cute. He said that like three times <laughs> in this video. Interesting. I think he'll make it because he's really big and he has a ton of uh, projects out. He has a lot of independent albums. Okay. So let's just go to people we actually know if their real names are not. Sure. Uh, let's see. Have you heard of Mick Jenkins? Is that a real guy? Mick Jenkins is definitely a real guy, but I've never heard of him. Yeah, Mick, I just know that Mick Jenkins is a real guy. Him. Really respected in underground hip hop. Really good lyricist. Okay. So he's a guy that has a lot of longevity, I think. So he's okay. a guy to remember, actually. Let's see. Other names. Boogie. Like Boogie Cousins, but just Boogie. Is that a real person? That's an awesome I'm rap asking, name. Do you think it's a real rapper name? That's not a real rapper name. It is a real rapper name. No way! That's awesome! Yeah, Bo- Boogie has this awesome song called Oh My. Uh, it's a big... You'll find it on YouTube. It's got a lot of okay. views. He's another guy I think can make Isn't it Isn't Oh My the guy who sang Cheerleader? That's OMI. Oh, oh, OMI okay. or whatever. Right? Oh, okay. Boogie will be a governor's ball. Ah, okay. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll check Boogie out. Boogie's a great rapper name. A great stage like name it. in general. Let's see. Let's go and stick with the uh, one word names. Oh, uh, we got Stro. Stro, you couldn't have made that up. Yeah. So it has to be real. <laughs> but, yeah, Stro? Stro is this, like, he got put on at, like, 15 by, like, Sway in the Morning because he, like, has technical rapping ability. And there was this show on, I think it was CBS or ABC this past cycle. It already got canceled. It was called, like, the Red uh, Red Something Project. Like, mm. red, not Red Balloon. Like, Red... Making the Band. He was he was acting on this. Okay. And the show got canceled. Oh, okay. And, like, he's okay. He's from New York. Uh, whatever. <laughs> he's not going to make the list. No, I think so. Not, not popular enough. Uh, yeah. What about, do you remember Fetty Wap's cohort in crime, Monty? His cohort. So, I, I, in college, your grad school program is called your cohort. So, I'm, I'm thinking about Fetty Wap in grad school, and that would just be hilarious. His comrade, his member of six, uh, what do you call it, Remy mm-hmm. Boys, obviously. Monty. Yeah. He's on sure. all the song. Monty is like actually you could have voted for him and I'm like why? I don't know anything about Monty except his association with Fetty. Do you remember when Outcast dropped Speaker Box a little below and every yeah. single music video they had had that guy with the umbrella and the bow tie? Oh, that's Monty. That that's Monty. That's like the modern wow. day Monty. That's that's a good connection. I like that. I, what was that guy's name? Yeah, find out. I'm, I'm gonna find that. All right, what up? We had this guy named Pell. P E L L. Is that a real name? No. You made that up. I didn't make that up. Yeah, so, who is Pell? <laughs> Pell is from New Orleans. Pell, I don't think he'll make it because he's not popular enough. He's got a few mixtapes out. He's got some songs with G-Eazy that you might have heard. G-Eazy's pretty good. G-Eazy's awesome. But Pell, he's got like a really cool crossover sound. Good rapping, cool singing. Very unique. I'll play you a song for him sometime. I like him. I don't think he'll make it, though. Same thing with Alex Wiley, who's also a rapper with a unique sound. He was, on, he was on Hoodie Allen's debut album. He was a featured artist. Who was it? Alex Wiley. He was on Hoodie Allen's? Mm-hmm. He's from Chicago. He actually has um, music with Chance because he came up with Chance and Vic Mensa. He's okay. from that same uh, you know area. Let's see. Um, Fonsworth Bentley is... Uh, oh, yes. Yeah, he's featured on uh, Big Sean's first al- uh, first mixtape first finally famous mixtape Fonsworth Bentley. Fonsworth Bentley is a great name. Yeah, and like his <laughs> career went over. <laughs> it's it's it was amazing. Every Outcast video you saw, like you saw the way the way you move, he's just dancing his ass off in the right, time right, with the umbrella. Right. He's awesome. All right, I got a name for you, Michael Christmas. That's fake. No, it's real. Who is that? A stage name or is that his actual name? I don't think it's. I'm pretty sure it's just stage name. Why would you name yourself Michael Christmas though? I don't know. He's really funny. 
Like he, he's, it, he, so who's funnier, him or, or Little Dicky? Little Dicky. Okay. But like, like Little Dicky's obviously like a comedian of sorts mm-hmm. in his raps. Michael Christmas isn't. He just has like funny wordplay. I think. Okay. He opened up for Logic on his last tour. He's pretty ah. cool. He's an awesome song. Mac Miller called "Grab Your Hand." Logic's an awesome rapper. Yes, Logic is awesome. And have you, did you see him um, solve the Rubik's cube while freestyling? Yeah, yeah, that's that's great. It's pretty. It's pretty amazing. He, he he's a really interesting guy. Yeah, so recently. Michael Christmas. All right. Yeah. Denzel Curry. Denzel Curry. That has to be real. Yeah. That's a cool name. That's a rapper from Florida. He's bits hard. Super kind of generic. He, I think he'll make the list. Uh, he's got a lot of popularity. Little Uzi Vert. Have you heard of this? <laughs> Stop. Yeah. Real right. person. Real Lil, person. Little Uzi Vert. He is the next future young thug guy. He is huge So right he's now. designer. More rapping. More okay. rap. Real rapping. Okay. He's got a song called Money Longer. That's, that's the thing. He, that's the thing. Like, I, I initially judged him because I'm like, oh, he's another trap rapper, no substance. Then I started listening to this song and I'm like, wow. I actually like really understand why this is really catchy. This is really catchy. Will he be on the next Jamie XX album? <sighs> I don't know if Jamie XX will make an album for some time. And won't. Uzi will probably be too big by then. Wow. Nah, I don't know. That'd be crazy. Nah, he, um, he's got really uh, interesting star potential in that, that, that kind of trap lane. Sure. There's other guys like Playboy Cardi who... Watch the Broke Boy music video by Playboy Cardi. Playboy There's some Cardi. explicit shit happening in this video that <laughs> I just can't believe it's being filmed. While no it's show happening. for work, apparently. Yeah, for sure. I won't say what happens, though. You have to find that out. What about a guy named Neff the Pharaoh? I've heard of him. Yeah, he's real. I, I, what what is he in though that would have heard him? Uh, I don't know. Just I feel like I, I feel like he's I buzzing. Maybe maybe just the name Pharaoh. Jazz Cartier, another guy. Shout out there. G Herbo from Chicago. So if you had to pick five of the guys you've mentioned, who do you think are locks to yeah. be on? Locks definitely Anderson Pac for sure. Post Malone, those two. Little Uzi Vert for sure. Mm-hmm. Those three have made the most impact. I think Little Dicky really should get on. Okay, uh, maybe, maybe it'll shaft him. So those four, that's an that's easy four. Uh, Mick Je- and then Mick Jenkins. Everyone really likes Mick Jenkins. Okay. And then the rest of the list, if I had to make ten, Denzel Curry, Michael Christmas. Wow. Maybe not popular enough to get on, but I think he's got the body, body of work. Designer. And then um, G. Herbo should make it too. He was, people were calling for him the past few years from uh, Southside Chicago. He's a really good dr- drill rapper. That's like his style. Okay. Uh, Boogie could get get on there too. So cool, interesting. We'll see how many get on there that comes out at the end of the month. That was but fun. I feel it's like... a it's a cool list because there's a lot of history with it. I feel very out of touch. Oh yeah. Also, Tory Lanez turned it down for this year. Who's Tory Lanez? He's like a singer rapper. He's got a song with Jeezy. He's the guy that Drake disses on Summer Sixteen. Ah. He's um all you boys in the New Toronto wanna be me a little. Tory Lanez uh, is from Toronto and has a mixtape called The New Toronto. That's about as hard as Drake gets. Right and he took a lot of shots at Drake. And Drake's like, hold up, you talked about how much you liked me and now you're throwing shade at me. <laughs> I don't like Tory Lanez at all. I think Tory Lanez sucks. He's got a lot of fans, though. Yeah, so he he would have made it, probably. Very smart by Tory Lanez, because he gets his name in Drake's mouth and Drake blows up. Just like Drake's new album. Views from the six. Or is it's it just? It's just views. Now. Just views now. He changed like what two days before or something like that. Basically, yeah. This album was called Views from the Six since 2014. Drake. He announced it within like six months, and nothing was the same coming out. Have you ever read the real Ghostface Killer blogs where he basically just makes fun of Drake? It's not actual Ghostface Killer, but it's someone moonlighting as him, and he writes blogs talking about how how soft Drake is. Uh, no, that's funny. I, I highly suggest you those. I'll send those to you after the podcast. 
that's basically everything he's ever said about Drake. Calling him soft, calling him wheelchair Jimmy, calling him Aubrey. I think they're just they're just old shots. And Drake is so successful that they don't really matter. He, he's been doing this since like 2010. This guy writing this, so he's yeah. ha- he's been hating Drake for a long time. Yeah. And it's uh, working. Drake, th- this album not good. It's uh, it's underwhelming. After being hyped for it's, so long, it's the return of Heartbreak Drake. Uh, I don't want to listen to Heartbreak Drake. Yeah, some people are not a fan of Heartbreak Drake. I'm not. I like when Drake. I like Drake when he spits hard. I like Drake when he raps aggressively, raps cocky, confidently. Which he's been doing for the past year and a half, not in, uh, almost super consistently. Yeah, summer sixteen, zero to one hundred I mean, trophies. We made it. Obviously, yeah. he destroyed Meek Mill last summer. Then Hotline Bling comes out, which is a dancehall song of sorts. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing about Hotline Bling that everyone forgets: he just threw that up on his SoundCloud and it took off. Drake is fun. such a hit maker that views being underwhelming to most people does not matter at all. Because he'll drop a few more songs this summer if he wants to, mm-hmm. and keep up right where he's going, and like 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 he never uh, never missed a beat, or which we know will happen. Songs from this album we're gonna get big anyway, and it won't matter. Yeah, uh, it's a long album, twenty songs. It was too much. There's some filler on there, undeniably. So a really interesting review, Pitchfork by a yep, guy named uh, Ryan uh, Dumbai. That, that is a good review. It was a really good review, and I thought one of the really interesting things that he talked about was how uh, Toronto, which is the six, mm-hmm. is one of the most eclectic cities in the world. It has yeah. people speak, I guess, over 140 languages there, and he says that for how eclectic it is, this album sounds really bland mm-hmm. for a lot of it, and the only mm-hmm. time, but the times that he does change it up are when the songs actually stand out. Yeah, I see. I think that's kind of a weird connection to make because, yeah, it's called Views from the Six. The album cover is him sitting on the CN Tower. Mm-hmm. But I don't think this was ever supposed to be some, like, confessional from rep in Toronto. He's just repping Toronto. He likes... He likes cruise. being from Toronto. Yeah, exactly. I think, that, I think that's all <laughs> He reps his hometown. Yeah, you know, he, he loves the Raptors. He's an ambassador for them. He's from the Six. He made the Six... Clapping in Paul George's face. He made the Six like a thing people say, which is, that was what Tory Lanez first made fun of him for. Gotcha. But, um, yeah, I, I feel like that's his pitchfork doing what they do. Trying to be artsy and they, they complicated. Had, they had some interesting points about the subject matter of the album and how, like, Drake's, like, no new friends attitude affects it, but also that seems like a really out-of-date way to talk about Drake because No New Friends is a song from 2013. Mm-hmm. Like, I, Drake has evolved since then. I think I think their point actually stands there, though. Because I... He's it, losing... It wasn't very humorful, humorous on this. I, I don't even think it's that. The songs sound tired. Like, they... Yeah. So he brought back his, his old producer, Noah Shabib. Yeah, 40. 40. Well, 40's his boy. He, he's been yeah. with 40 since the beginning. And, and Noah... Produced 12 out of 20 tracks, yeah. which is, uh, I mean, not surprising, but here's the thing. I'm not blaming the production. I think the production's good. So Kanye West, we talked about in depth the life of Pablo. Go mm-hmm. listen to our podcast on that. But do you remember how I mentioned how he brought in that that woman who won yeah. like the uh, Pulitzer Prize for sound, right. whatever? That's the kind of artist that Kanye West is, where he's going to be pulling yeah. in people from all these different that's walks not what to Drake's make these been, creative... Though. Yeah, and that that's the thing though is that Kanye's constantly collaborating with people to create these awesome sounds and push right. himself further. Like you said, Drake doesn't do that. No. But Drake's a hit maker who's been on making hits for like seven years and he's been at the absolute top 
for about at least three years undeniably um, because he's even at the top. He's been bigger than Kendrick Lamar. No one's saying Kendrick doesn't have better albums than he does, but Drake maintained Drake ruled last year with no album. Like, I don't know how easy that is to do. Hotline Bling was a if throwaway re- track. If you're reading this, it's too late. It was a mixtape, but it was really an album. I mean, it, it, it's sonically a mixtape, and he was super cocky. Uh, it was a good mixtape. It, it was a good mixtape, but it was, I don't know, it was it was probably the most album mixtape that's uh, that I can remember. Yeah, sure. I, I think I think my, my larger point to it is, though, mm-hmm. when, when you think about Drake, you think about someone who people look at as one of the biggest pop stars around. Someone who really drives culture. We, we talked about Beyonce last week. Her right. album went to number one. Yeah. We talked about Kendrick Lamar. His album went to number uh, one. Drake, Drake will be bigger than anyone's one. album this year. He's he going to... But none of his album is not nearly as good as any of those three. Right. Does, it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter, but it does in the, in the sense of what is... I mean, Drake is just a moneymaker. He's not an artist. Uh, no, that, I, th- I think that I think that's bullshit. I don't you think, think that's bullshit? Yeah, for sure. Back to the sales real quick. So Drake's going to probably make 850,000 sales this month. So mm-hmm. basically almost platinum. Part of that's streams. Part of that's tactical streams. Because One Dance and Pop Style as singles, their right. streams are now factored in. That's how mm-hmm. uh, Nielsen works with, works with stuff. Kind of weird. Platinum album. And, uh, weirdly defined nowadays. Like I said, Bryson Tiller just got one. That's a lot of streams. Mm-hmm. This will be the biggest male debut since Justin Timberlake 2020 experience, which was 968, which is insane. Uh, crazy, though. Real quick. Adele, she had over 850,000 in four, three different weeks with her last That's album. That's insane. Three different weeks. That's, she's, she's, she's insane. Saying Drake's not an artist, I think I think it is really, really underrating the guy. If Drake's not an artist, then what rappers are artists with the exception of extreme visionaries like Kendrick and Kanye. But that's the thing, he's in that discussion. So if, I don't think anyone, Drake, Drake, anyone thinks Drake's a visionary. They just but think he's that in he's, the same discussion he's super Kanye hot because Kendrick. he's good. He's he's basically Justin Timberlake. I think that was I think that that's a great comparison. He's the hip hop Justin Timberlake because in a sense he's he's not gonna make anything that's really gonna make you look and say wow that was like that blew my mind he's gonna make songs that are catchy he's gonna make songs that make you want to move he's gonna make songs that are stuck in your head for days and in in a lot of sense you're right that is that is an art form because that that's what pop is Mm -hmm. but when you look at people who are going above and beyond to really change the landscape and be moving forward i can't think of of a time when drake did something that then every other rapper started doing the same way kanye and kendrick do uh well you mentioned Logic before. Logic's last album, all Drake flows and J. Cole flows, to be honest. Drake's super influential in that regard. Talking about Drake as a pop star is one thing, but you're discounting the fact that he can, when he wants to, has the, he can have the best bars in the game. He really does. He, he destroyed Meek Mill immediately with Back to Back. That came out right away. Drake has great bars when he puts them out. A song like, like Trophies or Zero to 100 one of the best set of verses of the year. Whenever it comes out, I just think you're really underrating him. The problem with views is there's not a lot of bars on the album. Best bars apply Western Road Flows. He's, best cha- set of he's Channing Tatum, dude. Yeah, no, and that's the thing. This, <laughs> this is Drake at his most Drakiest. Don't get me wrong. He is corny. That's why the Drake is LeBron James comparison is super accurate, in my opinion. This has been thrown out of for years because... In terms of personality. He is the best, and he's also super corny. There's things you can dislike him for. But at the end of the day, the talent is there. 
I, I don't think that there's anything wrong with being the Justin Timberlake or the the pop rapper. I, I really, I mean, it is, but I, I think when, when I, I look at this argument that I think he wasn't a pop rapper until like this summer, just because he decided to become a pop rapper. But he is now. I mean, right now he is, and like I said, sure. And, and he, if he, summer sixteen came out, that's all raps. He'll release more songs from the vault and take off where he left off. He had what a time to be alive with Future. That's, There's nothing pop about that. That's a, it's a great, but it's all song. over the radio. Jumpman's all over the radio, and that's not pop at all. Uh, Jumpman could be. Th- thank, thank me later. Take care. Nothing was the same. His first three albums. I also don't listen to the radio. There's so no pop. I on can't that. say. Well, that's the thing. Drake's all over there. the radio when it's not even pop. And then he releases a song with Hotline Bling, super pop dancehall song, and of course it's huge. But I he think, can basically do whatever he wants. But that's the interesting thing. But saying that, that when saying he, that he's only pop, I think. But is, when he goes in this album, when he goes in those pop directions, that, that's the time when the album is actually fun to listen to. I think there's there's twenty songs, twenty songs on this album, right? Uh, how many of them are g- worth listening to more than a few times? I don't know, half if that. My favorite song is Still Here. I think Still Here is fantastic. Uh, The song Grammys with Future is good. The song Still Good with Rihanna is good. I thought Grammys was terrible. uh, I think it's just more lively than the rest of the album. Uh, Hype's a good one. I thought thought Too Good was good. The album has a lot of like... Weston middle Road. album songs I think Weston Road but that also probably speaks more to my Kanye interest with Mary J. Blush that, that Weston Road flows does have the best bars it's a really good one I, I also thought what, With You was a song that stood out but again it has that island dance all sound you know that mm-hmm. like it, oh yeah which I think is interesting Controla One Dance which is actually getting huge mm-hmm. Too Good I don't I don't There's a lot of dance all I don't think Drake meant for this to be as big as people expected it to be yeah, no, and probably it, didn't. It was just the album he wanted to make. It was it's it's a lot of personal, heartbreaky stuff. Unfortunately, it gets a lot of attention. It's not an album to event listen to. Right. It also didn't have an MSG listening show or an HBO film like Kanye and Beyonce. I would be happy for Drake to drop his next album and totally make me look like an absolute fool. Like I really would, but well, I, I guess I just think you you can't just uh, ignore his body of work. With you can certainly criticize the album, but people were really slow to enjoy "Take Care" and "Nothing Was the Same." Like I think I can remember, I remember nothing very vividly. Was the same was his best album, in my opinion. I think most people would say "Take Care." That's the most consistent, and the criticism always with Drake is he doesn't have a classic album. Drake "Take Care" is probably the closest thing to that, and that is a fair criticism, but. It's also a classic album. You can He's still one of the best rappers of the past 10 years, bar none. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And the thing is, like, it, I think the LeBron comparison is good. I don't know if I would say he's the best in the game, uh, but... It depends what you take. He, he's, it's either him or Kendrick Lamar. It's been just those two the past three years. A lot of people, like, like throwing J. Cole around. I think that's J, J. Cole really overdone. J, J. Cole isn't up there, but... I mean, great last album. Don't get me wrong. One twenty fourteen four sales drives awesome. I mean, my, my my obvious bias goes to Kanye, but um, uh, Kanye's also an old guard guy. Right. They don't really maintain their relevance. Kanye does because yeah, personality, but like like Jay Z, Eminem, they're still you know around technically. But Jay Z is about to release an album in response to Lemonade. Is that true? Really? Yeah. Did that he, just come out. Yeah, he said today he's going to release an, uh, an album in response to, or or. Uh, talking about lemonade and and what what happened on it so basically 
Jay Z. I'd rather and not, to be honest. But well, basically, Jay Z and Beyonce just played everybody. Yeah, and, yeah, for sure. Yeah, this is all set up. But coming back to Drake, uh, th- there's no doubting that he's one. He's one of the most popular and probably one of the best rappers out there. I just don't. I, I guess for me, my my personal taste, I don't think he's. I don't think he's as good as people say. I think he, I think he can spit hard bars when he wants to. Mm-hmm. I think that he ha- can make a great pop song when he wants to. Yeah. But I just don't think I would compare him in that upper echelon with Kanye and Kendrick. He's probably the, the next tier, but I just don't, mm-hmm. in my opinion, don't see him up on that level. He, he can definitely drive the popularity just as much as them, though. But I, I think, think he can rap just as good when he wants to. I think I just see him as more pop, which I think, for me, knocks him down a level. Yeah, it's my own bias. I think I don't know. He has not been pop that long. So, for the past year, yeah, exactly. A year is a long. That's time. ignoring three other albums, three mixtapes. Like he's always been R and B, but not strictly pop. So I don't know. I, it depends what what Drake you listen to. I guess I've probably only listened to the very popular Drake though too. Right. So that would be my own, my own background on that. Anything else you want to say on this album? Yeah. Rihanna on Too Good was awesome. Yeah, it's a good song. Love Queen Rihanna. Also, he's real lonely. Huh? Yeah, it's a, that's the thing. It's clearly the album he wanted to make just to put out in terms of the subject matter. And, you know, the bars aren't amazing. Mm-hmm. Some of the songs are boring. Yeah. Uh, it's just, he just kind of put it out. It, honestly, it would have been better if he put this out. Uh, it's just weird that he went from, like, super aggressive on If You're Reading This Too Late and all the trap stylings he did with Future. Mm-hmm. And after winning the Drake, uh, this winning the Meek Mill battle, and then he comes with something super somber. It's just a weird choice. But like I said, he's already announced that he has more songs coming out of the vault soon this summer. The vault. I feel like I feel like after Prince died, the vault became a thing. Like everybody's like, oh, there's this vault. Hey, you now. know what I mean? Like, no, it, I, I know exactly lab. what you mean. But no, everybody's saying that now. It's a, it's a great. Anyways, I think that that it's a good place to stop with views. Yeah. I, I think you're absolutely right. It's a weird time to put it out after his choices but his choices with his past albums but hey let, let us know what you think about views uh, most people are disappointed but how do you think that affects drake i think that's the better bigger discussion yeah hit us up on uh twitter at nostalgia pod you can hit me at at sheeny world peace s-h-e-e-n-y-w-r-l-d-p-e-a-c-e shout out meta world peace and you can follow me at martin swagger m-a-r-t-a-n-s-w-a-g-r if you like sports follow my sports podcast at Mercy Rule Pod on Twitter and SoundCloud.com slash Mercy Rule. Find us on iTunes, search Nostalgia, leave us a funny review. We will most likely read it on air. If you leave us a bad review, we will not like you, but we will probably acknowledge you. Yeah. Leave us a review. We will, make, awesome. we will make fun of you a lot. So, all right, we'll see you guys next week. And this here's been a long round, so I gotta go. It's logic. The one nobody would vouch for. How's that shit for an outro?